everybody. Welcome to the Certainty Podcast. I'm Michael Chapman. Today I'm joined by uh, Sam Barkman. Say what's up, Sam. Hey, guys. And Ashley Sluismeyer. Hey, guys. What's up? Uh, I went with um, Sam and Ashley to Utah this summer. Um, Katie, who was on the podcast last week, was also on that trip. Um, so basically, we just got done with an event called Go Trips 101, where basically... Um, kind of everyone or most of the people who went to Utah um, were just kind of on a panel um, talking about our experiences there, our experiences with Go Trips. And since the deadline to sign up for Go Trips is Friday night at midnight, um, it's really, really soon. Um, if you're listening to this next year, that might not be the case, but if you're listening to this um, the day after it comes out, Friday night at midnight. Um, so we would encourage you to seriously prayerfully consider. Um, going on a go trip and we'll give you some of the reasons and some of the things you need to um, factor into your decision whether or not you go um, on this show but um, we've all had really positive experiences I think with go trips Um, and we just kind of wanted to share those experiences and share what we think are the biggest factors in deciding whether you go whether you stay um, and try to serve the Lord in some other way during that time. So we can just get into it. Ashley, so this summer was crazy. We all got redirected to either different places or at least put on different teams over the summer. So Ashley, you were going to go to Central Asia. That was kind of your hope to like dip your toe into cross-cultural ministry, which is kind of what you want to do long term. You want to do the journeyman program and then go somewhere even longer term than that, from what I understand. So that obviously changed very quickly. You ended up get, getting redirected to Utah. Can you just talk about like what that process was like um, and how you continued to trust the Lord through that and even how the trip to Utah prepared you for what you're going to do in the future? Yeah, absolutely. So I think it was definitely a grieving process for our team, our Central Asia team, as far as disappointment of not being able to go cross-culturally like we wanted to. But God was so faithful in that as soon as we got to Utah, we never looked back. And so, yes, we still prayed for um, our Central Asia partners, but we were wanting to be present where we were um, in Utah and where God had us. And even though Utah had been our plan B and it wasn't necessarily what we had originally expected, um, we knew that this didn't come as a surprise to God and that this was his plan all along for us. And so we just got to see his faithfulness all throughout the summer. And one of the things that I think prepares you for international trips or even domestic is just the local church and being able to see just the body of believers that we partnered with in Utah. There's just an amazing church there that we work with and um, we're able to build relationships with them and see how the body encourages one another and lifts one another up and prays for one another. And so that is never wasted in the, in the time that we were there. God blessed that time and that um, opened my eyes to see what a healthy local church looks like. And that's something that will definitely shape the rest of my mission experience for the future. Yeah. Yeah, Sam, obviously you weren't actually redirected. Um, you were originally supposed to go to Salt Lake City. You were one of the five people on that team to start with, but you had to adjust to a couple of people being like taken off of your team, me being added to your team, just the whole dynamics of, of everything changing. I mean, you even talked about going into like deciding if you were going to go on a trip. Team dynamics was a big 
a key in that decision. Like, am I going to get along with my teammates? Is this going to be a good, healthy situation for everyone? So kind of what went into your decision personally to like stick with it. Um, I think that you guys had kind of all talked about that, but you didn't really know the teams were going to be switched up. But what went into your decision to stay like on board after you found out that there was the possibility of 12 other people coming with you guys or whatever? Yeah, so at first I didn't really know what to expect. I figured, like, all right, it's going to be interesting at first. Hopefully there's not conflict. I was kind of scared of a lot of things, like, man, a lot of people, that means potential for a lot of conflict, like a lot of people's opinions, I don't know what's going to happen, um, but... There's all kinds of conflict when oh. I get added to a team, dude. It's oh, the yeah. worst. Yeah, but it ended up being a blessing. It really did. That was definitely God showing his faithfulness in that, just showing that his plan is always good, that no matter what, like, yeah, even if there would have been con- a lot of conflict, like, it still would have been good because um, because he's at the center. So, yeah, I guess, like, my decision to stick with it, um, I remember I was at my Uncle Nance in Georgia, and I had found found out that like yeah everybody's going to Utah probably and we had the decision to either stay with it or opt out of it in like a a week or two and I remember just praying through it and feeling like yeah I still have this opportunity and I still felt like God was calling me to go so I still decided to go there was always the doubt in my mind like what's going to happen with my cross-country training um I was I was always a little bit scared of that um thinking like wow if it gets really busy I don't know what's going to happen but God was faithful in that too through I mean you guys showing grace to me in that and the whole the whole team showing grace to me and allowing me to do that while also being on the mission trip um it really was it I, I just felt so blessed by everybody in that way yeah yeah i think and that the specifically you training for cross country i think points to a big blessing um like for me going just you and zane and jonathan specifically like the four of us on a team i think we all brought different things to the table that that really hit home for other people on the team like your discipline and dedication to just working hard every day like you would be exhausted by the end of the day every day but you were still present um and you still got up in the morning to do what you had to do with the cross-country training um and that was really inspirational to me and I think that there was a lot of those dynamics that wouldn't have happened had this not happened the way it did the way the Lord originally intended for it to happen and for me personally the decision was I think a lot like a lot different um because actually you stayed on a team with like everyone you were going with sam you got to go to the same place with some of your team members i was going to a different place all new team members three people i never knew um and it was crazy having to like jump into that situation and just trust that like this is the people the lord has you has me with for this season and these are people like of the kingdom and we're all working toward one purpose and so we're living together for a summer. We're going to see each other's bad sides. We're going to see every, like, negative characteristic, I think, in each of the other people. Like, between the 12 of us and especially between any four people on a team. Um, so, like, trusting you guys with that was very, very difficult. And it ultimately, like, I think 
you guys might not have known how much this was going on, but I was really on the fence about whether I was going to go, even like in the week, week or two leading up to the trip. But yeah, seeing how the Lord blessed that, I mean, it was just so much uncertainty, but the Lord um, and his purposes, like he will work everything together for the good of his people. And that is a certainty we have. That's what this podcast is largely about. Um, this semester is identifying certainties in the Lord and that he's going to work through his people for the good of his people is one of those things. But can you guys just talk about like even going back further, what, what were the things that got you involved in the office of university ministries um, and involved in wanting to like hearing about go trips and wanting to make the decision to go on a go trip in the first place? Yeah. So I had, when I transferred to union in the spring, um, go trip applications had already happened and teams were placed and so I got to see, see them being sent out um, in the spring and in May and in that summer and I knew that that was something I wanted to get involved in in the next whenever that became available again and so in the fall I was rooming with Libby actually she was one of my roommates and so we had lots of long conversations about missions and go trips and she encouraged me even more to apply and um, I was even, I knew that I wanted to do a mission trip of some kind, but was also considering maybe a mission trip with my church. But one thing, one of the reasons why I decided to go um, on a go trip was because of the training throughout that would prepare you not only for just this one trip, but for any other trips to come and yeah. just a lifetime of missions in general, whether you're actually on a trip or whether you're just doing ministry in where you are here in Jackson or um, in classes or whatever and so that was something that um, I really appreciated about Go Trips was all of the training that led up to it and I had originally planned on applying for a May trip and as I was filling out the application I put all May trips down and then one night I just came out in the living room and I was like Libby I think I'm applying for a summer trip and she just like looked at me <laughs> and she was like I think I am too <laughs> so that was like just really cool for us to walk through together but um, just thinking about the intentional aspect of being able to spend two months building relationships. And I think we got to see that full circle as far as, um, I remember the first week we were there, we were like, how are we ever gonna meet people? And just really concerned about how we were even gonna meet people. And then we met people and we were like, how are we gonna weave the gospel into these conversations without it being awkward and weird? And then God just opened doors for us to have gospel conversations. Yeah. And then as the summer drew to an end, we were like, how are we going to connect them back to our partners? And even like, how are we going to fit everything in that we need to fit in? Yes. Like God had provided so much. Yes. And so just seeing each of those doors open and seeing that in a, a shortened time period of two months, but also an extended trip rather than just a week or two, mm -hmm. um, and being able to see that come full circle and... What it, even what it looks like to do day-to-day -day life. We grocery shopped and we did laundry and we just had to do life there for two months. And so what it looks like to do ministry along with day-to-day -day life. Yeah. Yeah, so freshman year, I went to the Go Trips 101 meeting and I thought like, wow, that's something I would be interested in doing, but this year just won't work out. Um, I always felt like the Go Trip... Um, application deadline came up super quick every semester and I felt like I never had enough time to think through it and that um, I was always worried about the finances but once sophomore year came around I still wasn't going to apply um, actually I was 
involved in the OUM on the serve team with Stephen New over that. And I remember one day I walked into his office for a completely unrelated thing. This was after Go Trips 101 sophomore year. And Stephen said, I heard you're going on a summer trip. Which one did you apply for? And <laughs> I, I, I told him, like, man, I haven't, I haven't ever applied for a Go Trip. And he was like, well, you need to apply now. Um, and I kind of took that as like, you know what, maybe he's right. Like Steven um, will pester you too. Like if you don't immediately <laughs> respond, it's gonna be like three text messages within the next week. Oh yeah. Like. Yeah. But like that's like I probably applied because of Steven knew initially, but I really felt like God confirmed that through the team, through all the training. I just learned so many lessons and then ultimately through going to Utah and spending time, all twelve of us, um, seeing God's faithfulness in so many things. Um even like really small things, just the fact that all of us were relatively healthy um, all summer. There were a few people who were sick a few days, but other than that, like we were healthy, like no COVID related yeah, symptoms at all. Yeah, honestly, like um, God was just so faithful in providing everything for us. Yeah, so that's kind of how I ended up applying for a go trip. And honestly, like one of the best experiences I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I agree with you on that. One of the, like two of the best experiences I've had for me, because um, I went to the Mexico, um, I went on the Mexico go trip in spring break of 2019, it would have been um, a year ago. And that was also an incredible experience. But I remember freshman year, I went to a chapel and it was something about go trips. I don't even remember why. I don't remember if they were like sending people out or like welcoming the spring break teams back in or what it was. But I was like, oh, that's cool. That's like cool upperclassmen, whatever. I'll never be involved in anything like that. And I really did not hear about it um, for the next couple of years because it's it's all people, right? Like Mm -hmm. actually you were rooming with someone who was going on a go trip, Sam. You knew Stephen knew pretty well and he encouraged you to go. I just didn't know anyone who was involved in that Mm -hmm. like world on campus. So I went a couple of years and then Jillian Gandy, and I'll credit her with like mm-hmm. everything in ministry I ever do for the rest of my <laughs> life. Um, she talked to me and my best friend Joel about uh, mobilization squad and how um, we could connect with that and really try to help connect other students with like God's global purpose and what he was doing on campus and around the world to like share the gospel. Um, and it was a leadership position, which I didn't really quite understand I thought it was more of just a discipleship thing that I would be signing up for but I signed up for that and then that got me connected with Julie um, and with a bunch of other people who were involved in the Office of University Ministries and who um, really had great insight on what go trips are um, and what uh, what just the next steps for me personally looked like um, toward connecting with whatever I was gonna do in ministry and to like share the gospel throughout the world um and so that ended up being applying for a go trip i went to mexico the first year um, and that team specifically i went through probably the hardest like trials i've ever gone through in my life um just suicidal thoughts and things like that that uh, semester of the trip itself and then the team really came around me and showered me in lo- with love they were the first people i think i told about all of those issues um so god really had that specific team and those people in that place for that specific reason and then I was also able to go and see what ministry looked like for pretty much the first time in my life like yeah. see what 
ministry and especially a cross-cultural context looked mm-hmm. like but really yeah. at all and then yeah I ended up serving on Go leadership team the next year and then going on the summer team which like Sam said one of the best if not like the one of the top two or three best experiences yeah. I've ever had Honestly. in my whole life yeah. um, so Sam you mentioned in your answer about the finances um, you just mentioned that briefly I think that's something that Probably anyone who's listening to this podcast who's on the fence about should I go, should I not go, that's something that you're thinking about. Um, And we want to address that because it is a thing that needs to be thought about and thought about carefully. Um, But what were both of y'all's experiences? Like, did you think you had enough money going into it already? Um, Did you think that, oh man, I'm in over my head, how am I even going to get this done? And how, how did that all work itself out? Yeah, so I was really nervous. I honestly didn't think I would get to the amount um, that was required for go trips. I sent out several letters and just didn't get a lot of responses back. Um, and I really started to worry a lot, which was sinful in a way. Like I wasn't trusting God with that. He ended up providing all all the funds that I needed um, in, in ways that I didn't foresee at all. I mean, there were, there were a few anonymous donations that just they dropped a lot of money into my yeah. GoTrip account, and I still don't know who some of those people are. Um, and honestly, like, as I reflect back on it, I think, like, wow, why on earth did I worry? Like, you know, the God of the universe is in control. He called me to this. He's going to provide for it. Um, so to all you guys who are thinking about going on go trips, don't, don't be worried about finances. It is huge, but trust God with it. Um, it's... It is daunting, but he will provide, and it's kind of crazy how how he provides too. So don't don't see that as a barrier. It is something big to think about for sure. But yeah, I would encourage you guys to apply. Yeah, finances are definitely something that I have seen throughout my life. God provide, and so money has never been something that I have like super worried about, but whenever you see that large number of how much money you have to raise for a summer go trip, it's always in the back of your mind of like, that's so much money, especially to a broke college student. Mm -hmm. And so that was this kind of war between I trust God and I know that he will provide, but that number looks so big. And Mm -hmm. so um, being able to see God provide in ways that, like you said, I had no idea whether that was anonymous donors or um, just the way that, I didn't expect it all, and there would be several times where I would like look and be like, I don't know how all of this adds up, but somehow I have enough. And so I wouldn't even be able to put a tally as far as like yeah. writing everything down as where I got all the money, but somehow it was all there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um, that was just a really cool um, experience as far as, especially when COVID hit, I was that kind of put a pause on all fundraising and um yeah because we didn't know if we were going to go like yes. there were questions <laughs> from people who were going to give money like if i give money will it even like, yes will exactly. it be used to sending you yes and then i also felt bad for all the people who had donated money up until that point because i told them i was going to central asia mm-hmm. and then felt the need to clarify like i'm still going your money is still being put to good use and so I'm just thankful for those who poured into me and were willing to support me both in money and in prayer I think um, prayer support is also a huge part of that whenever like you mentioned sending out letters and stuff I 
didn't get a whole lot of maybe money from those letters, but definitely I know that I had people praying for me mm-hmm. and that was huge. Yeah. Yeah. I think that honestly as, as big, if not bigger a part of this than mm-hmm. the money thing, like partnering with your local church back home and partnering with believers around the world in prayer um, and yeah. them being able to send you in that way. Like my first year, the Mexico trip, it was a spring break trip trip and it was a lot cheaper. So my parents were able to cover, I think all of that. So I wasn't worried about money, but still sending out support letters, asking for prayer and yeah. Yeah. Um, being able to follow up with those people in the later months, like they were praying for me. And then mm-hmm. here's the effect that your prayers and just the work of the Lord had. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't want to give you the false impression that you will go into this thing, you won't do anything, and the money mm-hmm. will just magically appear. Like, there will be work involved. You'll yes. be writing <laughs> um, You'll be writing letters to send out to everyone you know. Not everyone you know, but everyone um, who you've partnered with in the past. Your people from your church back home, people from church here. And then also even doing fundraiser-type situations, like my previous two go trips we both happened to sell t-shirts um we had someone on the team each year that was really good at designing t-shirts so we sold them and that was a huge piece of raising the money for um everyone on the team and i think that if you're involved in those things like julia said before that she doesn't think she's seen anyone who like put in the work and was committed to raising enough money who didn't who didn't get to go because of financial reasons um so if you like if you've been in prayer and you feel like this is where the lord has me but the money doesn't seem to be there if you put in the time and put in whatever like whatever the lord has you like needing to put in then he will provide Um, he'll provide for his purposes a hundred times out of a hundred so go trips look quite a bit different this year than they have in the past yeah Obviously, COVID is still a thing. Um, we're still social distancing. We still don't know what international travel looks like in March, in May, and June. Um, so we, this year, we are sending teams out into the local Jackson community in over the spring break trip. And so you'll be placed if you apply for a spring break trip. You'll be placed on a team with other individuals at Union, and you'll go help serve. Um, local places in Jackson similar to what Sam did with the serve team Um, and Sam can probably tell you more about what that might look like and then in May and summer you'll also just be placed on a team but you won't necessarily know where you're going Um, you'll know within several weeks I think of when you're going to leave but you won't know right away Um, so what I mean with your guys' decisions to go on go trips how much did that was like the place a part of that decision and then um can you guys speak into how much the team fa- factors into all of that and yeah i don't know how, d- does that matter would that is that thing something that you would consider as a big deal as far as applying for a trip i would say initially for me i made it a little bit bigger of a deal than i needed to i i wasn't sure what training what cross-country training would look like in another country like not the u.s just because like the u.s is very like i mean it's a very safe country for the most part it's not weird for people to go out and run for exercise in the mornings so that's kind of why i put salt lake city as my top option um which is kind of weird weird way to pick pick a place but 
I would say that location shouldn't be a determining factor in going because no matter where you go, God's going to use that opportunity. He's going to use that time and and you are going to learn a lot. I remember, I mean, just this summer learning so much every week. I feel like every week I was convicted of so many things and learned so many things yeah. um, and God was faithful in so many things. There would be like this next big thing like wow how are we ever going to get past this and god would just drop something in our laps Mm -hmm. for example like the game night i remember it was like our second game night and there were like 11 people that showed up or something like that Um, yeah (laughs) which was it was crazy like we we didn't expect that like it was only like our second week there and there were already that many people coming um yeah i just feel like no matter where you go God will use you so yeah absolutely apply for go trips and don't worry quite as much about where you're going I would say I was probably wrong for worrying about where I was going but um, God made it clear like no matter where you're going I'm gonna use you even took away my running for a little bit in the middle of the summer I was injured for a little bit and it kind of helped me to refocus to realize like you know what? I'm not here to run. I'm here mm-hmm. to love God and to love people and to share His Word with people and to learn from the partners what it looks like to um, be to like show Christian hospitality to live out um, live out lives of service to others. So it's just a great learning experience. Don't don't let location be the determining factor but there are some cool locations out there too so you know yeah I would say too whenever we applied yes we applied for the location but that didn't end up working out so you can like either have your expectations as far as where you think you're gonna go and those can change or you can just walk in with open hands and be willing to go wherever the Lord sends you yeah and um, so that's I definitely um, applied for Central Asia was my top pick, and if I'm being honest, Utah was my very last one on at the very bottom of my list of like, I really don't want to go to Utah, I want to do international, but I mean, if I have to, was kind of like mm-hmm. whenever I originally applied, and just seeing God's faithfulness, and we've constantly talked about just all the blessings that we've seen come out of Utah, and we can't imagine not having gone and not having yeah. met our partners out there and been all of 12 of us together and um, just seeing God's faithfulness throughout. And so um, I don't think that if you walk into a go trip with open hands that you're going to be disappointed. Yeah, so we we don't know where we're sending people this year. Um, I think it's probably unlikely that many of the international trips will happen. I think that there could be situations where we can send people to Mexico or Canada, even if we can't necessarily send people overseas. But um, ultimately, there's that's just going to be contingent on a lot of things, where COVID's at and where travel bans are at and things like that still. Yeah, I think you guys put it well. The Lord is still going to work regardless of where you go. And yeah, the, like the specific place that you feel like you've been called to go for the longest time if that's on there that's attractive and that's it's attractive for good reasons but we we don't have to know where 
the Lord is sending us to know that he's still going to work through that. Um, and I mean, the Lord has been at work through the Office of University Ministries for so many years. Everything I've seen them do, um, just the way that he's ordained specific people to be on specific teams with each other um, in the way that people have helped others grow through that. Um, and then wherever those people have gone, I think there's been fruit. I think we can say that about every trip we sent out to, mm-hmm. to varying degrees and in varying ways. Um, but there has been fruit and the Lord has produced fruit through the labor of his people, regardless of where they've gone. It, it's, it's a difficult thing not to know where you're going to go though. Yeah. Um, I mean, even, even the months leading up to, are we going to East Asia for you, Ashley? Are we going to Central Asia? Are we going to Utah? Are we going nowhere? Yeah. Are we maybe even being redirected to somewhere else entirely? Like yeah. the help, helping with Nashville tornado relief. I think that was on the table for like a day or so. <laughs> um, it, we didn't know where we were going to go, but the Lord worked it out. Yeah, his, his ways are higher and better than ours. So whatever ends up happening, I think the Lord's going to use it. Yeah, and I don't think any of us can say that our lives weren't changed by the summer, that we didn't see God's faithfulness and that we didn't see his blessing in that. And so I think any opportunity that you have to do something like that, you should take every advantage of. Yeah, yeah, that's well said. And I don't think the Lord's done working through what happened this summer either, the yeah. connections that were made. He's he's still got work to do. Um, one of my favorite moments of the summer um, was one of the last days we were there we were up on Squaw Peak and Zane played that song um, there's yeah. still more work to be done in this city mm-hmm. um, and we could see all of the Utah Valley um, and everywhere we had been everywhere we had worked with he's still working in that city he's still working in all 12 of us all of our partners and even in the connections we built with partners and with other people we met there he is still working and he's using he will continue to use what transpired because of COVID to do his work for years and generations to come. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the Lord's awesome. That, that has nothing to do yeah. with go trips. Yeah. The Lord is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much all we have for you guys. Um, we would encourage you to deeply prayerfully consider going on a go trip mm-hmm. this year. I think that it's more important than ever that we continue to shape the culture and shape the culture into um, a culture that is going to the nations and spreading the gospel and whether that's going to the nations overseas or going domestically or whatever um, I think it's really really important this year so reach out to any of the three of us reach out to Julie and the OUM you can literally walk to the office of university ministries there will be like five people in there happy to talk to you about all of this stuff um, but yeah, we'd encourage you to consider going. That's that's all we got. Love you guys.